Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have an amazing story and a really, really awesome guest today. His name is Jared Price, and he's Provo Health's new head nurse practitioner. And it's actually an incredible story of how he ended up here because I've been looking for a nurse practitioner like him, and I wanted to train nurse practitioners like him, but it takes years to train them. And so we had someone, Jared, we had him send his resume just randomly, just out of the blue. He sent us his resume and my office manager was about to just poo-poo it and throw it away. But my front desk manager was like, wait a second, did you actually read this resume? And it was like money. It was like everything that I've been trying to bring to Provo Health, he already is trained in, is an expert in. He is Lyme literate. He's peptide literate, bioidentical hormone literate, like all the things literate, right? Like, and so it's funny because I read this resume and I was like, this is too good to be true. I'm like, there's no ways this person exists in the world and they're looking for a job because they would have been snatched up by now. Right. And so that was Wednesday. You come in on a Friday and we're sitting there, me and Kennedy are trying to not to seem like overly eager and excited, but we're so excited. And Jared walks in and he's like, I'm trying not to be too excited. I'm trying not to show I'm too excited yeah. to be here. And I was like, me too. <laughs> right. We, and then we had the best interview. It was yeah. like an hour and 15 minutes. And I hired you on the spot. I was right. like, you're the missing piece. Right. Like you're totally the missing piece here. Totally. And it's just been like this beautiful synergy of like, boom, this is what we're doing. Boom. This is what we're doing. This yeah. is how we're refining protocols. This is what we're bringing into the clinic. Things that I've been trying to bring in for like a year. And I just, I haven't had the bandwidth and I haven't had the momentum. And here comes this powerhouse. And he's like, yeah, I got all the connections. And I'm like, you do, <laughs> you know, all the things he's like, yeah, I know all the things. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so Jared, welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And this is a beautiful place. I, I'm you. so excited to be here. Thank you. Honestly. So, so, so are we. So yeah. the vision that we've created in just like th two and a half days, I know. I'm so excited for the next few months. Completely. The staff that have already met you, my Lyme patients that have already met you, already love you. Absolutely. You hold such safe space and you're so grounded and so knowledgeable and just the confidence that you bring to the room, but the gentle mannerisms that you have as well is just it's such a gift to this company. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Tell everyone about you. Like, how did you become a nurse practitioner? How did you get into the Lyme world? Your skill set is so unique. It was almost perfectly catered for Prova Health. How yeah. did you get here? There's obviously a story. Right, right. Absolutely. So in 2018, I graduated up at the U University of Utah with my doctorate of nursing practice. And at that time, I just knew I was already in the fitness health industry, right? I knew how important it is to prevent disease and all that comorbidity, co-infection issue. But once I was in the field as a nurse, I was in recovery room, just like re recovering patients at uh, Intermountain. And I met with two urologists that were just like, hey, we would love to start a men's health arm. I was like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Because I was just into that field of fitness, right? So I started that as soon as I graduated 2018. I started that in September of that same year, 2018. And 
Yeah, I took off. I had a ton of men's health uh, following and everything referral mm-hmm. base just to come and see me. I was doing weight management to help with the cardiac risk mm-hmm. uh, with men, but then also doing uh, hormone therapy as well. Very cool. And just really dialing that in. Very basic, I know, but mm-hmm. critical for men because totally. actually cardiac history is the number one mortality rate for men. Mm-hmm. So it, we would want to make sure they're okay. So mm-hmm. anyways, I was just so- loving in that portion of my life story, I realized the the beauty of giving people hope right? that they don't have to do these medication band-aids for life. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think that's my niche. Yeah, I want to help people out of the disease. I was reversing diabetic issues and increase of resistance of A1Cs and all wow. that, where they got off all their diabetic meds. That's so amazing. That's when I was like, okay, this There's is something cool. here. Mm-hmm. I could help people have a good life. Right. And so from there, I, I shifted gears of looking where is more functional located? Mm-hmm. I was just looking on the local areas. And yeah, I, I, I've been to a, a couple clinics that focus on functional medicine, mm-hmm. but some focus on more antibiotic base with certain right. things. And I just wanted more preventative right. base, which is Provo's mission. Mm-hmm. Provo Health's mission is just how can we help you, your own body, just naturally heal and right. be its own thing. And right. that's what I love. Right. Two peas in a pod. So you actually also have Lyme or had Lyme before. Is that correct? When that did is you correct. get ill? Yeah. So I didn't even know. I just, mm-hmm. I dealt with my joint pain. I dealt with a lot of chronic fatigue mm-hmm. and I was really high on uh, EBV, which is the mm-hmm. Epstein bar. And I was like, oh, great. You know what I mean? This is medication for life. And so, mm. but when I started going to the functional med clinics, I was like, oh, there's ways to get out of this. Yeah. And uh, going to quite a few conferences, I realized what's the natural route and right. versus antibiotic route mm-hmm. and how to balance it. Well, and what's really phenomenal, and I'll be honest, I was nervous to hear your point of view of antibiotics because most of my listeners know with Lyme, I'm very anti-antibiotics because it just, it's a short-term gain of like getting rid of or minimizing or mitigating Lyme infection, but it destroys your own innate immune system, like your microbiome, which is 70% of your immune system. Absolutely. And so we're sitting up for long-term failure rates here. And so you've actually worked at clinics that I'm very familiar with because a lot of the Lyme patients there would come to Provo Health and I would just see the medications these people were on and the antibiotics. And I would just see them stuck on this medical merry-go-round of more meds, more antibiotics, different antibiotics, more meds. And I'm like, yours are going by and they're still stuck. And you were seeing the same thing as well. And so I was so, so relieved to see that we were actually aligned on that and that you you were like, I don't want to treat people this way. Like, there's a better way. Yeah, right? and in my own opinion, what I was seeing as a practitioner, a provider, is that you would put them on these antibiotics, right? And then it was improving the one infection, mm-hmm. but that it was creating more side effect profile and yep. infections elsewhere to the point that we had to pause treatment mm-hmm. for the Lyme to help chase this now that's going on fire so so it's just this back and forth game of right why not help both sides to Mm -hmm. victory right so anyway yeah totally supportive yeah and i love it well in today's episode we're going to be talking about lyme disease and why everyone's getting it wrong and how we see we've done two lyme consults and we've we've kind of taught this concept and i've been talking about it on instagram and i and i kind of taught it in one of my earlier episodes about immune health and supporting the immune system but we're going to be very specific about lyme and because there's 
so much hopelessness in the Lyme yeah, world. Absolutely. People feel so sick. It's this invisible disease where, you know, you have curbside appeal. You look good on the outside, but on the inside, you are non-functional, right? Completely. You've been in that that seat. I've been in that seat. That's yeah. been my experience the past year. And it's interesting because a lot of the symptoms that I've experienced actually overlap with Lyme disease. And so like with long COVID and all the infections and the Epstein-Barr. And so when my Lyme people come into the office, I can absolutely 100% know exactly what they're feeling and what they're going through and have tons of empathy. And I want to educate people on why are we failing at treating Lyme? And my opinion is because we're going straight for Lyme and Lyme is actually not the problem. It's the terrain that promotes Lyme to flourish. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. My favorite part. Yeah. So <laughs> so do you want to kind of launch in from there and just start educating people about what is the terrain? Like, why is it when people just go after Lyme, they don't really get anywhere? Right. Absolutely. Well, and what we really need to address is where that immune system lives. Mm -hmm. The home of our immune system is the gut. Right. And like if we are like destroying it, trying to get to this other side, Mm -hmm. we are burning all the homes (laughs) of where our immune system lives. Right. And so, of course, we're not going to win. Right. And so that terrain of which you speak of is so key. The microbiome, as it were, Mm -hmm. um, is so important that if we don't address that gut side to make sure that we are on that wavelength of a good drainage and Mm -hmm. a good detox, Mm -hmm. then it won't really matter what you're treating because that is your foundation. You know, what's interesting is the influx of Lyme diagnoses has increased exponentially. I don't know if you've seen that. Absolutely. There's actually a documentary that's, what what was it called? The silent epidemic or something. There was a a documentary about Lyme and how it's this silent epidemic where just people are just so ill. And I have a theory that the reason why this is, is because we are inheriting from our parents. Completely a decreased microbiome count. And so let's say back in the 1950s, you know, everyone's born with flourishing microbiome, Mm -hmm. two arms, two legs, two kidneys, a liver. And then let's say those people in the 50s, now in the 70s and 80s are giving birth to children with half a liver, one kidney, one arm. We'd be losing our minds, right? Mm -hmm. But this Mm -hmm. is essentially what we're doing with the microbiome. We have to think of the microbiome as an organ, not just billions of organisms, right? It's an organ that works as your immune system. And we are inheriting half of that from our parents because our parents are taking tons of antibiotics. They're eating chemical laden food. They're eating processed foods that cause fungal proliferation and bad bacterial proliferation as well. And so our parents' microbiome is decreased in numbers compared to their parents and ours are decreased compared to our parents because of what we're eating and the amount of antibiotics we're taking. And so over time we have this decreased amount of species and number in our gut. It's kind of like being born with one kidney and one arm and no one's one's raising an eyebrow and now everyone's having immune dysfunction, Lyme issues, asthma issues, food sensitivities and intolerances. And we're like, what's happening? Well, it's like, well, this is happening. It's not because of Lyme infection because right. Lyme's always been here, right? Right. Pollen has always been here. Right, right. Peanuts have always been here, right? Right, right. It's no. our microbiome yeah. and the 
decay of this organ and these organisms that live within us that are supposed to protect us. Completely. And so that's why we're having this massive epidemic of Lyme just exploding. And it's very sad to watch because people are running around with their head chopped off. And the answer is more antibiotics, right? Yes, right. right. Oh, we have an antibiotic for that. Mm -hmm. Even though we're going into resistance of every antibiotic, we're going to give you this. Right, (laughs) right. And that's the problem, right? Being in urology, we saw the sickest of the sick Mm. because they're in resistance of every antibiotic. Mm, Right. So we're at the cutting edge of hardly any drug that will work Mm -hmm. for them. Which is so sad. So that was almost beautiful that I started that way to Mm -hmm. see the extent of conventional medicine. Yes. They don't have good solution and we're actually going into a dead end. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's what we would talk as urologists. We are almost at a dead end with treatment. Right. And so then I'm like, okay, well then let's go the other way mm-hmm. <laughs> to right. success. Right. And you bring up a great issue and that's uh, the ancestral passing down of uh, genetic coding of epigenetics, right? Mm-hmm. And so, because it does come down to that with microbiome, it's an epigenetic even because right. emotional distress of the mother has mm-hmm. proven that it does affect the microbiome and emotional is huge of changing the gene. Right. People must think I am hopeless. Like there's no mm-hmm. answer, right? And so... That's what we do is we restore that gut health. Mm -hmm. And then that gut health does text messaging to the skin lining of the gut, but then also to the brain. Right. And so we literally can flip that cord for Mm -hmm. them. And then the other part, oh, there were so many things you said. You say things so beautifully. And I just love, I love it. So I have a PhD in analogies. Right? (laughs) Analogies, I love it. You're so fun. So, no, I I think you just beautifully put that. So I I love that. So, yeah. So we're touching on the one issue, which is the microbiome. There's other things that create a terrain for Lyme to proliferate. What are those other things? Yeah, terrain in regards to the microbiome. Or just the terrain of the body that allows Lyme to flourish. So part of the okay. terrain is yeah. chemicals and toxins. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, as soon as you, let, let's discuss it as in a, in a form of uh, the burden load yes. of within that liver. So there's mm-hmm. a phase one, phase two. And what some providers don't realize, if they just go into phase two of dumping these mm-hmm. toxic loads out, that will almost not kill them, but it will hurt them really bad because right. nothing's open to drain. Right. So it's important that we do that phasing. But in answer to your question, there's many things. There's viral loads, mm-hmm. there's bacterial microbic loads, and then there's an environmental. These loads and then also even heavy metal mold chemical. specifically, chemical with mm-hmm. the environmental. Parasites. Yeah. Parasite. I know mm-hmm. we could do a whole thing on that yeah. one. Because parasites live everywhere. And that's Mm -hmm. what's really sad. If people really knew how involved a parasite is, I call them seaweeds. Yeah. (laughs) And seaweeds just clog things, Mm -hmm. right? And that can be your brain. Mm -hmm. They found parasites in the brain. So it gets everywhere. It's in the spleen. Anyway. So yeah, these burdens of what the immune system is having to clean up every night. Mm -hmm. And then the brain getting these messages and we're not doing anything about it, right. then the immune system's like, okay, if you don't do anything about it, we are going to just start to crossfire on everything right? so that we can get the message to you and also to keep this down. Mm-hmm. So autoimmunity, right. thyroid, it's one of the first things that's hit right. with the joint health. And that's just because of that leaky gut with LPS with the polysaccharide mm-hmm. issue. 
it goes right to the thyroid and then into the brain, the brain and then you have foggy brain. Mm-hmm. Anyone that I tell, like if you have foggy brain, we've right. got work to do right. because the foggy brain is a good indicator that we do have LPS going right. into the brain. You have leaky gut. There's yep. there's gut inflammation that needs, right. that needs fixing and cleaning. Very toxic. And it's, and it's not just because you're tired and it's not just because you're a mom, right? It's like little red flags. It's tiny red flags and then the body sends medium red flags and yep. then it sends ginormous red yes. flags where it's like, we're just burning down this whole thing to get your attention yeah. to let you know something is wrong yes. please help us right we're going to debilitate you into yes. bed yes <laughs> so we're, that you know you're not doing well. you're going to have symptoms of lyme disease yeah, now that's right like that's that's, right. that's really what it is it's that's like right. lyme disease is the ginormous red flags just completely circulating your entire body and your right. nervous system and your immune system because we weren't listening to the medium flags we that's weren't right. listening to the small flags right we took ibuprofen for that or we, that's we right. took caffeine for it for energy yeah and so there's a lot of damage control that we have to look back and be like you know your Lyme disease didn't start with that first symptom you have to look maybe five years back or 10 years back or even 20 years back because there was a snowball effect of dysfunction that was ignored for a very long time that's right yeah, no, that's just it. With the spirochete and uh, round bodies of a, mm-hmm. of a Lyme, mm-hmm. it is so tricky. And if the immune system is overwhelmed, like you're mm-hmm. saying, it has no time to detect all these little hidden right. organisms. Right. I mean, Lyme has been detected clear into the ice age. Mm-hmm. It knows right. how to hide. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And so if our immune system, if we're not helping it mm-hmm. thrive and flourish, it will never even have a chance to Lyme. You touched on something really important, and I want people to get this. We've detected it clear into the Ice Age. We've coexisted with it for eons, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Your immune system is supposed to keep it at bay. The same way it's supposed to keep Epstein-Barr at bay, the way it's supposed to keep cytomegalovirus at bay, the same way it's supposed to keep all the herpetics at bay. Your immune system was perfectly designed to keep these things at bay. And so when I think the biggest body betrayal we can actually do to ourselves when we're on these disease journeys, when we're in chronic illness for so long, is we start to believe our body's inherently broken. And it's not. Your immune system is really intelligent. It's just been too strong for too long. It hasn't received the help, the nourishment, the decrease in cortisol that it has needed for potentially decades, right? And so your body isn't wrong. It isn't bad. It isn't broken. It's just overly stressed, right? And so you can get it back to functioning again. There's just a lot of steps you have to take. And and you don't start with let's eradicate Lyme. Right. You don't start there. When it comes to a Lyme healing journey, you start with let's look at the terrain and all the things that have burdened my body throughout my entire life. Infancy to now. Yeah. Yep. Like, I mean, you've looked at my intake form and you do the exact same thing. Yep. You, you have a 90 minute intake with people where you're like, tell me about your childhood. Yep. Tell me about the medications you took. Tell me yep. about the stresses you took. My intake is how many antibiotics did you take as a baby? Uh, how many did you take as a kid? How many did you take as a teenager? I want to know when did we start overburdening and stressing your immune system? That's right. Because it starts there. Yep. Right. And I saw a correlation, which is why I ask about antibiotics where the people that use the massive amounts of antibiotics throughout their childhood and teenage years, they come into my clinic with all these weird autoimmune issues. Yeah. And I'm like, it's because we mess with your microbiome. And Completely. then a lot of people, they're like, oh, I grew up on a farm. There was lots of glyphosate and there was lots of chemicals. That's and right. there were a That's lot right. of animals that, right. you know, so it's like, okay, great. 
toxin overburden, parasite overburden. Right. Yeah. Mold. This yep. is the picture that we're painting. It wasn't Lyme that broke you. It was all these other things leading up to it that created the perfect playing field for Lyme to exist in. And that's what I want Lyme people to hear and have hope for. Absolutely. Right. To, to realize it's not a Lyme issue. It's a whole environment issue. Yeah, absolutely. And that is my message too, is it is so discouraging, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, another treatment. And they are so treatment fatigued. Yeah. They have just had so much treatment. Mm-hmm. And so just for us, for me to offer one more supplement, they're like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And th- we bring up the mental health component. If First off, if the gut circuit is not doing well, but also the brain circuit. Right. This brain circuit's not doing well. It will let everything else just go to right. town in right. all directions. You bring up an excellent point about cortisol. I feel cortisol is our medium red flag Mm -hmm. because if that cortisol is low Mm. or extremely high even, that is a sign that our immune system is not doing good because cortisol will suppress it. And so then it can't do its job and then Mm -hmm. it's going further to the... the higher red flag. Right. And so when people are like, oh, you have chronic fatigue, it's no, that's your chance it's mm-hmm. to help them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just all these little things of flags to kind of help them know where they're at. Right. And I love the intake. The intake is a beautiful thing right. that you've done here. So, you know, you bring up the cortisol thing so beautifully. Cortisol is like an immune modulator, mm-hmm. but in the wrong direction. Right. Right. And so let's look at our society for a second. Let's look at the way that we're living our lives with like high stress, high anxiety, go, go, go. We we glorify the A-type personalities. And it's interesting because a lot of the line people that come in, they were the A-type personality before, right? They're the high achievers. They were this, they were that, the perfectionism complex, right? And it's that high cortisol and that drive that really weakened their immune system. I was honestly one of those people where it's like my husband, (laughs) guilty as charged, Um, you know, running a company, raising children, husband dying from cancer. And then literally my body completely tanked. And my body was like, we can't handle this anymore. Absolutely. I'll be honest, being ill last year was the biggest gift ever for me because my body truly trained me on how to slow down. I don't want people to be like, Janique, Lyme has ruined me, but Lyme illness, there's lessons in it, right? It's a calling for us to return back to our bodies and reclaim ourselves Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, I'm listening. I now see all the red flags. I'm interpreting the red flags and I'm doing something about it. Right. I love that because everyone has a breaking point, Mm -hmm. but it is that discouragement that brings them to the breaking point because they do know what they were and now they're here. Right. Mm -hmm. You bring up a great thing, and that is the sympathetic, parasympathetic. Or maybe you didn't even say that. I just I thought that. I haven't. No. Bring it up now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, but the sympathetic of just the go, go, go. That's mm-hmm. what I what triggered it. So, mm-hmm. basically, uh, where we're sympathetic all the time in overdrive, mm-hmm. that cortisol has uh, no choice but to keep going right. up and up. And so, that is where if we don't learn to rest and digest, mm-hmm. that is giving permission for your immune system to go for it. Right. And so that's what I try to help patients. Well, first off, in my first visit, I just might make sure that they f- they know I, I'm on their team, I'm empathizing with them, that they can trust me. Right. I'd rather have trust over another bottle that I give them. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that I'm with them yeah. on that. And so once I know that we're together on this, then I start to say, okay, how can we anchor you? Mm-hmm. And so that we can shift you out of that sympathetic more. Right. Because that's the key too. It really is. Okay. So when it comes to, let's say there's a bunch of people listening to this that have Lyme. Where do you think they should start? What are some action steps or what's some guidance or wisdom 
that you can give to these people right now? Because we've established it's not the lime that's the problem. Lime is just the cherry on the top, right? Of Completely. this messy it's an co-infection it's just mess. Just what you're seeing up above right. the iceberg, but not down right. here. If you have lime, you have toxin burden, you have heavy metal burden, you probably have parasitic burden, you have viral burden like Epstein-Barr or CMV or something, that's right? right? And all of these things are just draining the car battery of yep. your immune system. And and this is the example that I used with our clients this week was imagine you parked your car in the garage, but you've left several lights on, right? And then you come to your car in the morning and the battery is drained. You're so good at this. Well, <laughs> I, I love, told you, I have a PhD in analogies. I know and I love it. It's so good you know, what you do. So if there's one battery or one light that's on, the battery's going to drain slower, right? If there's five, it's going to drain a lot faster. And yeah. that car is as dead as dead goes, right? Yep. Well, that's the parasites. That's the Epstein-Barr. That's the cytomegalovirus infections. That's the heavy metals. All of these things are draining the battery of your immune system. And so you can't just look at the one light bulb that was on called Lyme and be like, let's go after that mm -hmm. because you're going to get nowhere. And that's why people are so defeated. They're mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. defeated and they feel so lost because they're going after Lyme and it's not working, right? right? And right. so to inspire hope, and to help people start somewhere, what should our limeys do? Where should they start? Yeah, so I always say we got to do mindfulness of how stressed you are. Mm -hmm. We've got to shift the circuit board because if this circuit board is over the top, mm -hmm. we really need to calm the circuit board down. I love that. And more, not like we're going to stare at a wall, but mm -hmm. what can you find in your life to anchor you to go parasympathetic? Yeah. You'll know you're in rest and digest by how you breathe. Simple breathing of just in the nose and out of the mouth mm -hmm. triggers parasympathetic mm -hmm. versus just breathing right. through your mouth. Right. That actually it triggers the sympathetic mm -hmm. of uh, fight or flight. So just simple breathing where you, if they feel like they're tightening up or mm -hmm. everyone knows when they're stressed more. Right. And so just to go in that mindset of how can I do it? Simple breathing is an easy one. Anyone mm -hmm. can do that. Meditation and so forth, yoga and go that direction. So there's the circuit board part. Can I pause you on that? Yep, we're pausing. So, because I know what people are thinking right now, so many people have so much distrust in their bodies that the thought of being still with their body is actually painful. When it comes to like creating, I talk about this all the time in the Gutsy Academy. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, that's because beautiful. I've seen this. I'm glad it's you like, did. so if you're listening and you're like, well, I've tried that and it hasn't worked, it's probably because there's subconscious resistance because you don't feel safe in your body and you actually want to exit it. And so what I want to encourage you is really listen to Jared. It could be walking. Every daily meditation practice. Some people yeah. can't even walk, okay. right? And so, That's fair. but I like that. Go for a walk. Like Walk and then do the same breathing. Mm -hmm. Right. Then they're, they're, or just driving and do the breathing. Right. If they, they can't be still and they're, they're squirreling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't squirrel? <laughs> but <laughs> everyone squirrels these days. <laughs> That's the sympathetic right yeah. there. So, but uh, yeah, if they can't sit still, just be doing what they love mm -hmm. and then do the deep breathing. It's a sidetrack. It's, it's a practice. You have to be still. You can't heal a body you're at war with. That's like trying to repair a relationship with someone you're determined to despise, right? Completely. And so when we're ill, there's, we, I might even use the word, we despise our bodies. We feel betrayed yeah. by our bodies. But you have to repair that. You you're right. have to slow down 
and actually find humility and be like, I'm sorry that I neglected yeah, you. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I didn't show up for you in the ways you did. Like so you're going to have hard conversations with yourself in your still moments of meditation. So I really encourage you. This is what I have my Getsy members do is we taught them Botego breathing and their homework is to do that every day for five minutes and then write down their why. Write down, why are you doing this? Don't say I'm doing it for my mom or my dad, but say I'm doing it because I want to feel awe and inspiration in life. I want to feel hope, you know, and hold that memory of that feeling as you're meditating because we don't know where we're going if you don't if you don't tell yourself where you're going. Right. And so every day we scan our bodies for illness. It's like, oh, this is not working. This isn't working. But we have to override that, right? Yeah. And just start right. focusing on where do I want to be in a few years' time? And Absolutely. so think about that. Write it down every day. Journal it. Write down your why. You know, make it positive. And then meditate on that every day and allow your body to talk to you and become friends with it. You know, right. like this is going to be really hard, but you have to befriend your body again. If you're going to heal it, everyone resists meditation. Everyone resists breathing. Completely. And so that's why, that's why I'm beating this dead horse yeah, right now because I, this is beautiful because it's the most important yeah. and it's where I see the most resistant. Everybody wants to take a supplement. Everyone wants to get in the hyperbaric right. chamber. Everyone wants to do like the medications, like, because there's no accountability in that. Right. You have to be accountable for where you are. Right. Yeah. In a sense, like schedule it, right. That yes. is your doctor's visit with yourself. With yourself. Yes. And, uh, what I like even more with that is it's the conscious speaking to the subconscious mm -hmm. to be a team. Yes. Because if you have conflict of within yourself mm -hmm. of not being a team, mm -hmm. cortisol. Yep. Instant. Instant. Because you just, you need to love yourself mm -hmm. and that beauty of love and goodness inside you actually, they have shown mm -hmm. in literature promotes health and immunity. Yeah. And so if we can really help the patients just realize just that one thing, yeah. I do want to hit, let's keep going. Okay. Cause I do want to say going. this other blurb and that is gut health. Yes. So if they hit that mental, co you, you always describe it. So <laughs> I, I, I just love it. So, the, but that mental component and then the gut health, everyone can analyze their gut health. Obviously they do need a provider to guide through that. If there are hiccups, but just being mindful where they're at with the gut. I've been mm -hmm. surprised how many don't even know mm -hmm. what it all means. Right. And so knowing if they're nauseous, having uh, vomiting, mm -hmm. having uh, acid reflux and constipation, diarrhea. diarrhea, which is an interesting component. I've just saw recently that they're now just saying diarrhea is constipation still. Mm. Just a damming up of toxic load that just finally lets free. Wow. So anyway, so it's fascinating on that note. But then also just rectal bleeding. I say rectal bleeding only because the friable tissue that's down there, that it's so inflamed that it's now bleeding. Mm. And that's a pH problem. And I always yeah. want to know that. And then the ileocecal valve, right? That one's key of SIBO. Mm -hmm. I love just mapping out their whole abdomen in the first visit okay yeah. where are we at where's your pain yep, where yep. do you get bloated what yep. time of the day do you get if bloated? if they can have mindfulness on all that i know mm -hmm. that's not what can i do but what can i do one of the one thing i would say is organic bone broth mm. that thing is money yeah. and it really does help SIBOs, colitis crohn's why mm -hmm. is because it's all of the nutrient resource for the immune system yeah. to help heal that gut lining right because they, they're getting offended so often, mm -hmm. that lining is. I mean, it's paper thin. It's right. one cell. Mm -hmm. And so think of that. You eat popcorn, you're ripping through that. Totally. Just think how easy the trauma. 
the replication of the cellular rate of the GI tract is seven days. Yeah. So you are getting new cells all the time. I actually read somewhere it's three days. Is it seven? I did endoscopy. Oh, and okay. Like, so you know. Yeah, well, no, it, I'm not like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it, it, it but would actually depend where rate. in the location of the GI mm -hmm. tract that you're speaking of. Okay. Some is seven, some is three. Okay. I would say that. I just, I, I go to the, the max number. Mm -hmm. But yes, there is replication even faster than that. The, and that's important to know because the replication of your gut is so important because it's working so hard because it has a lot of work it needs to do. And so we need to be mindful that what we're eating and what we're doing to it is we need to know what is wearing and tearing it down. What foods are inflaming it? What things are you intaking that are making it worse, right? Stress, digestive enzymes, drinks, whatever that is. And so, yeah, I love that. Well, that and I have a protocol. So if they can get anything else outside of the Lyme, I love, love, love gut health. Mm -hmm. I want them to be a billboard of perfect gut health. Yeah. And because that freeway, if that mm -hmm. thing is cooking really good, yeah. they can get through any illness they are in. Right. That is the key that I have found in all my years of practice. Right. That is my hope to them, mm -hmm. that if we restore this for them, they will feel good and yeah. have success. Because right. this little brain down here says to text message to the brain of, whatever you're doing, keep mm -hmm. going. Right. And they give endorphin increases right. to help the brain know that. Mm -hmm. So they'll actually feel good yeah. from how they're treating their guts. Healthy gut, healthy brain, basically. Absolutely. That gut axis is mm -hmm. so key. So you know you have gut issues if you have brain fog, forgetfulness, and also if you have skin issues because the gut is also a mirror yeah. of your skin. Yeah. Right? So Inside out. Mm -hmm. Just flip. So if eczema, psoriasis, right. acne, all that kind herpetic, of stuff. Herpetic. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's all just, well, and herpetic's the liver involvement, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. So I'm going to guess your third thing. And that's drainage. Yes, I is love. that correct? I was love. I right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, See, no, no. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, because as soon as we know the drainage, we can go to work. Yes, if we know they're draining well, yes. and that is bowel movements. Like mm -hmm. I'm shocked. Some patients are like, "Yeah, I go every three or four days." I'm like, "No," what? yeah, because they're just absorbing the toxins mm -hmm. that the immune system's like. Here's the gift of package right. we want to get rid of. Okay, we're taking it back. Right, right, right. <laughs> we just did all that effort, but if you want us to take right. it, okay. Well. And we know you're not draining well if you're herxing a ton. That's right. Right. And so a lot of Lyme people, when they're doing treatments and they're doing supplements or, you know, whatever they're doing, when they herx really badly, it's because they're not draining well. And so if you have a healthy gut and healthy drainage pathways, you can probably yep. handle treatments really, really well where you're not in bed for days or weeks. Yep. Right. The liver is not there to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's yeah. like, thank you so much. Let's go to work. Every mm -hmm. organ in our body wants to do the teamwork. Right. But if we don't have that gut with drainage going, mm -hmm. it can't. So I have a question. I'm curious to get your answer because a lot of people that have Lyme, they have a belief that their body is incapable of detoxification. And then they do testing and they're like, well, I have um, homozygous. I'm oh, homozygous yeah. for the MTHFR gene. And so oh, yeah. they start to tell themselves, I I'm can't. Genetically predisposed. I, I'm genetically predisposed yeah, to right. store and hold on to toxins. right. right. Is that true? No. Or do you? That's okay. Thank you. No. Because in my opinion, it's just a lifetime of not supporting the body's drainage pathways. Well, right. We just need to help them understand. Okay, you just don't methylate well. Yeah. And there's a way to bypass that. Now. Totally. Like we are. It's in, easy. We are advanced enough. We can go around things. Yeah. Like methylated B body. vitamins. That's right. You know, it's once so you easy. methylate with the B vitamins, mm -hmm. you can now give that nutrient to be able to be like, okay, now we can go to work again. Right. So. Right. It's the AT. 
ATP, right? With the mitochondrial. Mm -hmm. As soon as we can give mitochondrial what it needs, right. which is the drainage. That's what's the lack of drainage is mitochondrial dysfunction. Right. Totally a link. We could totally do a thing yeah. on that. But yeah, I would love day. to. But yeah, once we get that drainage with mitochondrial, that involves the methylation process of predisposed genetics of whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And we can identify that. That's very simple. Yeah. Uh, Dutch so, testing and so forth. So, so again, your body's not broken. It's just been overburdened for too long. Right? right. And so you have to, it might take six months. It might take years for you to just clean out the sewage. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. And I think people get very discouraged in the Lyme. And this is one of my cases right now where we've been cleaning up the sewage and she just feels like it's never ending. And I'm like, I promise you're getting good days. You're having more good days than you have ever before. That is evidence that you are cleaning up the sewage and there's momentum, yep. but people want it to be done in two months. That's right. They want it to be done I in know. six weeks. The thing is we can't do that. It took years that they got to this place. Mm -hmm, right. And I, and I don't want to discourage them that it's years to get out, right. but I will say gut health alone is a four to six month process. Mm -hmm. But you will feel better in right. one to two months. Right. It's not till the six month mark. Yeah. But yeah, if we know where you're at and you're being open and honest where you're at. Mm -hmm. And then you're doing like a Herxheimer uh, charting yeah. with Lyme. Then I feel we can go faster because mm -hmm. if they're not Herxing at all, their liver is saying, yes, we can go faster. Yeah. So I we use the Herx as a, as a tool. As a gauge. Yeah. And, and I like that you use that as a tool where you actually use numbers because sometimes when we were feeling so sick, a bad day just feels like a bad day just feels like That's a bad right. day. And they, they all just no like, clue. and it's hard to gauge, but when you actually start putting numbers to it, you're like, oh, wait a second, there is actually improvement. Yeah. And I've seen this a lot in the clinic and I actually have my staff chart this down because people will come in and start treatment and they're like, I feel amazing, right? The next week they're like, nothing's working. And, it, and then we go, actually, remember this day when you said you felt amazing because of X, Y, and Z? And then they're like, oh, oh yeah, I did have right. some good days, right? right? Because your brain is designed, especially when you're in fight or flight all the time, your brain is literally designed to look for all the bad. Like the lizard brain, the primal <laughs> so brain. It's the most archaic part of your brain yeah. that kept you alive, that kept our ancestors alive for eons, right? right? And so when you are feeling ill, that part of your brain is lit up. That amygdala is doing its job and it's saying, look at everything that's going wrong. Yeah. Save us, right? And so it's hard for hmm. us to remember the good days. And so it's really important to chart these things. Chart the wins, write them down, look back on them, keep reminding your brain and stimulating those neuropathways of, look, good things are happening. Because you have to remind yourself, you will forget when you are in a Herx, when you're having a bad day, you're going to forget it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would even say that is an indicator and a sign to pause. I'm in sympathetic mode. Mm -hmm. Let's do our five minute reconnecting of conscious subconscious mm -hmm. and then evaluate. Yeah. And then they would actually have a beautiful manifestation, I believe, totally of where they're at again. Do you want to quickly talk about what we're bringing into the office, neurofeedback, and how oh, that I can know. help the brain? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. When, I'm excited that you're excited. Oh, my gosh. Because I've been wanting to do it for almost a year. And right. then you're like, do you want to bring in neurofeedback? And I'm like, yes. I know. I love that. Did you read my mind? I know. So tell everyone what neurofeedback yeah, is. Yeah. So neurofeedback does. is the stuck brain, right? We realize, okay, that circuit board is not going down good avenues, regardless mm -hmm. of mental health of their own self-helps that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so neurofeedback is a, is a process of where they'll watch a video of any kind, obviously nothing like horror, like triggering, mm -hmm. but just like a fun movie that they like for 45 minutes. 
And then they'll have auditory of headphones with the screen going dimmer and brighter, mm -hmm. depending on how the brain is responding to the therapy. Mm -hmm. So let's go into the therapy itself. So the neurofeedback will, the first phase is that you scan the brain. You see a, it's an EEG of the whole brain. Mm -hmm. So that we see deficits, progress, over stim areas, mm -hmm. no stim areas. And then based upon that report, then we can identify, okay, these two or three phases are the worst areas of the brain that mm -hmm. need help. Right. So then we, we do a four lead process of just going so that it will balance out faster. It's actually a new technology that just came out this year. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was only a two lead. Cool. So now we have four lead to help get the brain where it needs to go faster. That's awesome. So then as they're watching the movie, the those areas of the brain, they're, it's analyzing how it's responding mm -hmm. while watching the movie. And if it's not responding in good avenue of wavelength, mm -hmm. then the screen will dim. Mm. And the brain has many resets, just yeah. like as if it was to do a small nap, mm -hmm. but not fully. It's an exercise. And so as it resets, then the screen will go bright mm -hmm. for it to choose a different avenue. Interesting. And then as that avenue keeps getting stronger and stronger, it, the screen will stay bright the whole mm -hmm. time. Very and cool. And then we can reassess, say, okay, yep, those wavelengths are now good. Let's mm -hmm. go to the phase two of where they need to treat. So we're just manipulating brain wavelengths and strengthening ones that help proper healing brain function. It gets you out of like sympathetic dominance, correct? Uh -huh. The question is, how do they know for me? Mm -hmm. It's an analyzation of like almost millions. It's like in the hundred thousands of analyzations of normal brave wavelengths for mm -hmm. that area. Cool. So that we know and understand that that is the bell curve. Cool. Very cool. Yep. So that's coming soon to Provo Health, probably in the next month or so, right? Yeah, we hope so. Hopefully but, sooner. Yeah. <laughs> we're, One we're day trying. shipping, we're, we pray. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what's next then? So we, we spoke about mindset. We spoke about gut drainage pathways. What what else can our limeys do to help them? Well, and I, I just want to do a shout out. I Because I don't love the antibiotic process, mm -hmm. I do love the homeopathic process. Mm -hmm. So I do a bunch of the nutramedics and professional formulas and others to mm -hmm. kind of push that body into the right wavelength of having it heal itself right. versus this exterior thing that's just that you're depending Gassing on. Gassing and burning everything. Mm -hmm. So right. just a shout out to that. But of that. Lyme is so, it's so tricky to do on your own because right. they're feeling so lost on their own. Mm -hmm. So if we can just help that, the mental aspect, because mm -hmm. they're overwhelmed. You give them anything and they feel overwhelmed. Right, right. So you say, what else? I'm just like, well, Let's I don't want them there. to, yeah, right. I just don't <laughs> want to overwhelm them at that point. Uh -huh. And then I, I like to assess and personalize it for mm -hmm, them. Right. And there is more content and material. Mm -hmm. I just, I usually hold it back because right. I have found that it just overwhelms them. Totally. But then they're like, I give up. Yeah. If I have to do all of that, I, yeah. I don't even want to do it. Right. I love that you had the exact same philosophy as I did. I use a lot of cell core with my Lyme patients. Like Completely. They, that's my drainer. They feel yep. the pendulum is actually moving in the right direction finally for them. And then using treatments to go in and do damage control, right? To not only oxidize Lyme, but to help restore everything that was damaged from inflammation and infection. It can like go in and help them. And so that's how we... We try to heal the gut. We try to clean out the gut. We try to restore the gut and then just yeah. heal and repair the rest of the body. Because a lot of time, Lyme people, they have 
neurological problems like like Lyme, the autoimmune, it affects their nervous system, their brain and their central nervous system. That's right. So, I, I've had people in wheelchairs that now mm-hmm. walk. They were told that they have uh, MS that's untreatable mm-hmm. and then they don't have it anymore. You told me the other day that MS is just Lyme. A form of indication of Lyme. Mm-hmm. ICers. Oh, let's reach out to those ICers too. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, interstitial cystitis is so rough on those mm-hmm. bladder people. And you said and that Babesia that's just a Lyme just, issue. Yeah, it's Babesia. So. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I know. You talked that last week i know and i don't want to overwhelm them but it is a process of how we can help them we can do installations down there Mm -hmm. we can do other things to help that bladder calm down i'm actually very writ in Mm -hmm. that that area to help you called yourself in your interview the ic king ic king yeah Yeah. me and dr reynolds i have to do a shout out to him Uh because he was amazing with us and Uh like me and him we would uh synergize on how to help him that's so amazing in the urology clinic it was incredible the amount of hats that you wear and things that you're an expert in is you're such a gift. And so I'm so grateful you're yeah. here. And I'm so grateful for the expertise and the experience and the knowledge that you bring. And and I'm excited for people to get to know you more. If you want to schedule to, to talk with Jared about your case, and it doesn't even have to be Lyme, it can be autoimmune, it can be thyroid, it could be hormone imbalances, weight issues. Mm-hmm. He does it all. What don't you do? I know, right? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do peptides, you do bioidentical. I, I mean, do- I the, the reason being is that I'm so open. Mm-hmm. I, if, if they have a, a concern and if this is enough for that patient to mm-hmm. bring bring this concern to me, yeah. I'm on their team to help them through that. Yeah. And that's how I actually, I think that's how I became like so many hats. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm on their team yeah. and I want them to succeed. Right. And that was, that's my initial goal. I always think this is my brother, my sister, my grandmother, mm-hmm. someone that I would care for right. and want to see succeed. Right. Yeah. And I just feel like that's where convention fails. Right. Mm-hmm. They just like want to pop in, pop out. And that Mm. was so inhumane. Right. (laughs) That's a human in there. So anyway, yes. What don't I do? I don't know because Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. Yeah. If I don't know, I'll be very open and honest. This is an area I'm not as certain about, but Mm -hmm. I will find out. Yeah. Either that be a referral that I know of a good friend Mm -hmm. or it will be just something that I'll find out on my own. And typically how you do things is you like a 90 minute consult where you're sitting with them and you're it's a whole intake and from mm-hmm. there, that's where you're like, okay, these are the tests we need to do. Yeah. These are the protocols we can start. This is the education around your body and around yep. the things. And what I like is that you you collaborate with the patient. Yeah. You never say, we have to do this, this, or this. You're like, what is your bandwidth right now? Yep. Yep. We will go at a snail's pace if we need to, or yep. we can go at a sprinter's pace. So yeah, my goal in that initial visit is the, that they feel empathy from me, the mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. As long as that's established, then I go deeper of, how can we help the gut? Gut's mm-hmm. good. Great. Sleep. Because sleep's right behind the gut. Yeah. And then with the mental health component. And then after that, then I start to say, how inflamed are you? Mm-hmm. Let's really help that inflammation. Yeah. Because if those are things that they can feel pretty quick right. to help reduce. Yeah. And then we're still doing that drainage that takes two to three months, you know, and right. the other things. But right. initially it's, what are you on fire with? Right. What are those top three onion layers that mm-hmm. I can really help you calm down? Right. Because we can't do it all in one visit and it's no. not realistic. And I don't, I know the patient would be overwhelmed to even feel that. Right. right. So, 
That's you, kind of the idea. I've, I've loved to hear all the tricks as I've been sitting in on your consults, all the tricks that you use with them as far as like low dose naltrexone. Yeah. And what's the one that you use for MCAS and like herxing and whatnot? It's the Penella. Oh yeah, Penella Berber. Mm, yeah, Penella Berber is so good because it detoxes that brain pathway mm -hmm. as well as the liver so that they can communicate to get mm -hmm. things out. We're also trying to set up IV therapies that help patients I'm with so their herxing, for that. bringing down their inflammation really fast. If they're going through a big herx, there's ways that that can be supported. Yeah, you don't have to suffer needlessly. That's right. But I will say that is something the limes can do right away mm -hmm. is that Penilla Berber to mm -hmm. keep that thing down. Awesome. They can do it uh, 10 drops every like 10 minutes, 10 to 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. If they're feeling it again, do another just set. Do another 10 yep. drops. Yep. It's just needing extra support. That's awesome. And that That's is helpful. Yeah. Well, I am so grateful to have you on our team. Like yeah. you are such a gift. I know. It's going to be and it, it already has been fun. I know, oh, right. It's only been two and a half days. Right. And you just like roll with the punches. I love it because I have I have Jared here and I have Kim here and they both found out an hour and a half ago that we're recording. <laughs> I literally, I'm driving to work and I'm like, Kim, can you help us record? And she's like, oh, I think I can make that work. And then literally Kim shows up and I'm like, oh, Jared, we're recording a podcast. You're like, okay. So... Thanks for being a good sport. <laughs> Throw it in. Um, so, Listeners, I, I hope this has been helpful. I hope this gives you some hope. I hope this yeah. gives you some empowering education over your illness. I don't think anyone's a lost cause. I don't. I see these cases and I see them slowly going through and it's like, there's always more answers when there's herxing. It's another layer when something else yeah. is coming up. It's another layer. This yeah. just gives us more data and information to work with. And I never see it as a bad thing, yeah. right? I don't lose hope with my line people. There's um, always something else that we can do. And now that we have Jared on board, there's a million other things that yeah. we can do now. Cause you've just we'll brought them. in so many more skill sets and more tools. And so I am so helpful for the line world. I can't, Absolutely. I can't wait to continue yeah. educating people, continue seeing cases improve and sharing that with people to give them hope. Absolutely. Right. I never, ever, never in a million years did I think I'd be this passionate about Lyme right. until I went through what I went through last year with long COVID and neurological decline and all the things. And I was like, this is hell. This is absolute hell. And I never want people to experience this. And this is what Lyme people go through. This is what long COVID people go through. This is what Epstein-Barr people go through. Right. Like there has to be answers. Right. And so I'm excited for the next few Absolutely. years. Absolutely. I'm excited to help people heal and find answers. And, and resources. Going. And yep. resources. Yep. And tools. Yep. And so you guys stick along for the journey. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to yep. be a fun ride. If you want to schedule with Jared, call Provo Health at 801 318-9343. I think we have a capability on our website for you to just schedule with him anyways. His initials are 90 minutes. So schedule the 90 minute first because he's very thorough yep. and then allow him to guide you, your little shaman along your <laughs> healing journey. Yeah. I'm excited to meet him. Any parting words before we close? What do you want to let listeners know out there that are really struggling? You are, are not listening? alone. Yeah. Yep. It really is. You are not alone. Do not listen to providers that say mm -hmm. you are alone, mm -hmm. that you are a lost cause. Just your... I mean, why, how can I even go above what you're saying? I don't know. <laughs> you do such a great job. <laughs> but it really is. It's just you're not alone. And don't listen to those that do let you know that you're alone. Yeah. Like, it, you're not. We have resource. We will find the answers. I have national network mm -hmm. of Lyme specialists. You're not alone. Yep. I can help that whole process. Yes. So, so anyway. Right. You're not alone, you guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram 
at Gutsy Health Podcast. <laughs>